Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with... Marquel Slaughter from one last time, at least as a uh, guest host. Uh, we will uh, probably touch base with him from time to time, at least hopefully, and have him on as a guest in the future. Also joined by Roger Weiss and Joe Marguccio. Yeah, this is Marquel's last show, so we're going to send him off in style. If you'd like to call in and wish Marquel all the best, 803-0550. That'll get you in on the program. This is it, buddy. We're saying goodbye to you after today. This is not fun. <laughs> this ain't, don't, the, the callers, don't get too sappy on me. I, I ain't going to take it too well today. But uh, it, it's been a great run, man. It's, I, I mean, as much as I don't lead the show, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for this next opportunity in Utica. But uh, it, it's going to be hard leaving this show, man. I, I almost... I didn't want to lead a car when I parked here. <laughs> I saw I my I saw Mike Zuluto from uh, the Conley Cup committee and uh, uh, St. Francis alumni. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was uh, checking out uh, Mr. Samborski and a few others from uh, Lancaster last night, and uh, he told me to pass on his best wishes to you, Quell. Yeah, great guy. He's yeah, he's always been a supporter since since day one. I I, I really appreciate it. He has my number. Keep in touch, Mike. And speaking of Connolly Cup, don't forget, on November the 12th, we are going to be broadcasting live from Santora's on uh, uh, across from the Marriott, right by UB. It will be there from 10 to 11, and we are going to announce the finalists for the Connolly Cup. So if you know or you are uh, somebody who you think would be on the Connolly Cup uh, finalists, show up so we could talk to you on the air. We'd love to get your uh, your thoughts on being uh, a nominee or potential nominee. So show up there from 10 to 11. Let's pack Santoras and show them, show Western New York that there is uh, a huge uh, Please, uh, yeah. interest in high school sports, especially high school football. And we'll uh, we'll be joined by Dennis Sorrow as we will announce the uh, 10 finalists for this year's Connolly Cup. Again, that's November the 12th, 10 to 11 at Santoras, across from the Marriott by UB. Does Santoras have a breakfast menu? It's a little early for lunch, isn't it? Not really. It's not. Marquel, is it ever early for pizza? Yeah, if it's meat on it, yeah, <laughs> it's never. It's never too only, early. The only pizza for it. good pizza for breakfast is cold pizza from the night before. I'm well, sorry. you get some Santoras and you'll change your mind because that's some good pizza. So make sure you join us on November the twelfth. We'd love to see you there again. If you uh, if you think you're going to be one of the finalists, we especially want to see you there. You know, guys like Ian Baker, uh, uh, Springville. Uh, uh, Eric Bartnick, Cheetswago, although some of them 
them, the schedule might not work out because of the playoffs uh, going yeah. on that day. I think we're playing the Rochester schools uh, that weekend. So uh, Team success over yeah. individual success, guys. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head which games are Friday and which games are Saturday. Yeah, but uh, Again, Friday. but if the only reason, if you're going there, well, I want to go out and watch the games at the cap. Can we say the cap? Do we can still is say the, the Ralph, can't we? Uh, yeah, I'm saying the Ralph. Okay. Rich uh, Stadium. You're only, what, 20 minutes from uh, the stadium from Santora. So, please, if you guys think you're uh, going to be a finalist or have a chance of being a finalist, please join us. That's only two weeks away, Anthony. Yes, that's yeah. right. Two weeks Santoras from today. And uh, across from the Marriott. Looking forward to it. All right, news and notes. Uh, WesternNewYorkAthletics.com's uh Athlete of the Week is actually a tie this week, and this is courtesy of Frank Wolf. He says, we have a tie, and uh, Abby Borkowski and Samantha Veronica, both of Kenmore West Volleyball, both played huge roles in West beating a quality Niagara Wheatfield team and Kenmore East in three straight games to secure 10-4 and NFL record and home playoff game. Uh, Borkowski, outside hitter slash setter, had two game total of 29 kills, 28 digs, and five aces. Veronica, a setter, had 55 assists, 14 kills, and 8 aces. Both played key roles in West coming back from an 8 to nothing deficit in the opening game versus Wheatfield. So congratulations to them. Anthony, also, yeah. Abby is a uh, junior who also plays softball, and I understand she's going to give a tryout to basketball this year. And uh, from a personal standpoint, she is... Uh, Granddaughter of a classmate of mine at Kensington. Outstanding. Western New York Amateur Football Alliance uh, would like for me to pass this along. The uh, Tuesday, December 6th, uh, beginning at 6 p.m. for all senior high school football players, public or private, in Western New York at the New Era Field, the Jim K- uh, Kelly Club, West Entrance, at Abbott Road, Gate 6 in the parking lot. That's where you want to head. This is event is conducted to help expose our quality area seniors to as many college football coaches as possible in a casual, convenient setting. The event will provide outstanding opportunity for college coaches to meet our senior athletes and their parents and discuss a variety of recruiting and fini- financial issues. Available Division Two and Division Three college and university football representatives will be on hand to answer any and all questions you might have. If you have uh, game DVD, other media, and or high school transcripts available, bring it. Uh, the event is a follow-up to our 2016 High School Football Junior Combine, sponsored by the Western New York Amateur Football Alliance, held last May, which was a huge success. If any athlete attend our Western New York Combine, be sure to attend this event. Again, senior football players only and parents from the Niagara Frontier area are encouraged to attend. Please help us promote this event and showcase senior football athletes throughout the greater Western New York area again on December 6th. And we will have Len Jankowitz on in the very near future to discuss this. Yeah, I talked with him last night, and he says it's too early to call, but he would appreciate the heads up. Also... I believe you mentioned it's actually in the stadium as opposed to previous years, I believe it was in the field house. Correct. Can't stress it enough. Football is one of the sports. There's a lot of sports where you can play travel, AU, whatever. Football is one of the sports where if you don't go to these camps or clinics, these college coaches aren't going to see you at all. At all. They're not, they're, they're, 
their season is at the same time as a high school season. They're not going to be able to come to your games Friday, Saturday nights. They're busy. These camps and clinics are the only way colleges are going to see. If you don't get out to these, you don't have a future in college athletics uh, for football. So th this is this is a big big deal if you if you want to play at the next level when you're putting together your your highlight dvd that you want to submit to coaches and this is something i read by urban meyer i don't look at highlights of blowouts i want to see you against an evenly matched team i want to see how you conduct yourself throughout the game how competitive you are uh how you're finishing your plays uh you know how you are you know, when you don't have the ball or the ball's away from you, they're looking for that stuff. Says we don't want to look at blowouts. I thought that was pretty interesting. And highlights are exactly what it entails. Highlights. They're only going to see the good stuff. When you're playing at your worst or when you're down or when um, the chips get the best of you, what are you doing then? They want to see what how you're you doing. React. They want to see how you react at your best and your lowest. Yeah, and so not they, against an overmatched player. If you're like, let's say, you're a tackle, you know, you're going up against somebody that's just so much smaller, and you're pancaking yeah. them every play. They're not interested in any, that any, highlight. Anybody can send videos of their best plays. I can send my best. It ain't too much, but my, <laughs> but I can send my best plays in high school, and uh, and I can look good. It's, they want to see you at your best. And your worst, and that's why highlights they can only do so much. Get to these camps and clinics, guys. And obviously, your grades are probably one yeah. of the most important things that uh, you can display. So, get your grades up there. All right, Rod, you had anything for news and notes uh, before we move on? Yeah, a couple of quick things uh, for all you uh, girls soccer fans today. Uh, 2 30 at uh, Williamsville North, I believe, Markwell, Grand Island versus. Williamsville East, a rematch of last year's A1 championship. Uh, Madison versus Marissa. Don't even have to mention last names, but <laughs> Berzan and uh, Pizzino, did I say mm -hmm. that correctly? Uh, for uh, Will East and Grand Island, respectively. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, volleyball, Markel, earlier this week, uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster versus Lancaster High School. You know, all for years, you know, Eden Lancaster would argue who's the uh, Western New York volleyball capital. Well, the girls for the two Lancaster schools faced off earlier this week. Uh, Lancaster actually took St. Mary's High School to five games. There's not too many teams that did that, and Lancaster, or excuse me, St. Mary's had a chance to show that they can, you know, in a marathon prevail too. They won in the fifth set, but uh, it looks like this year in the uh, AA girls of volleyball. Could be a uh, deja vu. Remember, Anthony, about 10 years ago, all the years that it was Clarence versus Lancaster, which for the sectional championship, if you'll recall, was probably de facto state champions going head-to-head. -head. Well, according to retired uh, Lancaster coach Sue Pernick, she thinks that that might happen again this year. Looking forward to that as well. Cool. Mark well, well, quickly, tomorrow... Uh, and I wish I could make it, but I can't. St. Mary's of Lancaster Schools has two buses going up to Syracuse University. Girls volleyball, Duke versus Syracuse. Duke featuring uh, 2015 St. Mary's graduate, uh, Leah Meyer. Cool. Yeah. That's well, neat. I would love to go, but sure. uh, I'm so far behind uh, on things I'm supposed to do as opposed to <laughs> things I want to do that I might be in trouble. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right, Marquel. Uh, I'm going to keep it to volleyball this time on the boys' side. Kenesha's volleyball star Devin Jocelyn, somebody I covered when he was going to Lakeshore, 
Um, he's at Canisius now for the past two years, has committed to Loyola, Chicago for college. And for people not familiar, I know last week we said Jordan Noir in basketball is going to Louisville. That's a big deal. This is basically the same stage. Loyola, Loyola Chicago won back-to-back -back national titles on the Division One level in, I believe, 2013 and 14. So um, congratulations to him for going to a top-notch uh, Division One volleyball program. And um, also, like today's my last day um, on the radio show, today's also going to be my last day writing for the Buffalo News. Last night I covered boys in the boys' C&D soccer championships at Sweet Home. Um, you can read the stories in today's Buffalo News with Pine Valley winning the D and Allegheny Limestone winning the C. Both in one went to PKs, one went to double overtime. And then today I will be covering the C and D girls down in Dunkirk with um who's in the C and D girls? Pine Valley playing Oh, actually, no, it's North Collins versus Ellicottville and Maple Grove versus Allegheny Limestone in the C and Ds. And also wanted to shout out Mark Adair. Man, he's been on a roll. I know he has 117 of these, but the football weeklies, man, the last couple of weeks, he's had some crazy stories. Um, this week he's talking about just one of the few many stories, Josh Dahl of Orchard Park playing for his father who never seen him play football. Um, download um, the this week's Football Weekly to see more about that story. And I know a few weeks ago me and Tony was talking about how he did a story on a Burgard kid who lost – Lost his brother just hours ago to a murder, but that was just his second brother that had been murdered in a year or two span. Somebody else lost their mother. The mother was found uh, uh, dead the uh, the morning of a game, I believe. Yeah, like these 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 Burgard kids have been going through something else, man. I'm telling you. But uh, Mark Adair, if you haven't caught on to the first hundred seventeen uh, editions <laughs> of this paper of this magazine. To get on 118 because he he's he's on a roll. That and stuff's was, been phenomenal. I read man. that Burgard and I had tears in my eyes. It was uh, amazing. Joe, uh, just one news note: uh, Riverside Boys Men's Basketball is looking for two games. Uh, you can get hold of Coach uh, Larry Gasparini over there. All right, so uh, get that, Raj. I just want to make sure we give a tip of hat to the Coach Pataglia, who is stepping down as the Aquinas so, coach. Uh, one of the what most successful program. coaches in the state, incredible program. Uh, the Little Irish are a pleasure to watch anytime, even though they're battling our teams. Uh, oh, they're, but those they're epic amazing. battles between Coach Feller and Coach Pataglia with uh, Sweet Home and Aquinas, those are games Aquinas is going to miss him big time. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So congratulations, Coach Pataglia, on an outstanding career at Aquinas. All right, before we get to the uh, scores from last night, is something I wanted to get into, uh, and I could use your, your help on this. All right, next season, as I've been telling you all, all along about my son's little league team and that I'm coaching uh, Niagara Falls Junior Diamondbacks. Tomorrow's our last game. It is a uh, it's a cup game, a bowl game. Really has no meaning to it. But last week we knocked off the previously undefeated team from Louport, twelve to six in overtime. One of the most exciting games I've ever been a part of. It was six to six at the end of regulation. Uh, Louport gets the ball. We forced a fumble. Then our turn on the uh, on offense, and our, our running back Armani uh, Morris punches it in, and you just see the 
bench erupt. The crowd <laughs> erupt. The kids just stormed the field and mobbed Armani, and it was just pure excitement and joy. Kids were crying, tears of joy. It was uh, it was an amazing thing to be a part of, and I was very proud of them. They played a great game and beat a great Luport team. So now the season is over, so now they have this uh, – uh, instead of playoffs and championship because the adults can't handle it. And I totally agree with uh, NASA on this decision. We've, we've proven time and time again adults can't handle these things. It's supposed to be fun for the kids, and that's what it's all about. So we're going to play this game tomorrow. And uh, head coach came up with the idea that, look, let's just start our backups. You know, they've been working hard all year. This is let's give them a chance to feel what it's like to start a game. Well, we've got a couple of coaches that don't agree. They think, no, nah, you shouldn't really do this. You should go with uh, your starters. And we're not changing our mind. We're going to go with the backups. How would you handle this if you were me, if you were the head coach? 8030550. I'd be interested in your thoughts on how you would handle it. Should it be more about, uh, you know, the, the backups getting their time or? Or should you uh, stick with the starters? I suppose you could make an argument either way, but I strongly believe that uh, you let the backups play in this one. It doesn't matter, win or loss, what happens. So just a thought, 803-0550. And if you also want to call in to wish uh, Marquell all the best, those that's the number to get you in on the program. Scores from last night's playoffs, and we're going to start in Orchard Park as the Quakers beat Clarence 34-18. to Josh Dahl had 144 yards on 15 carries. You can follow along in today's Buffalo News. Chief Dewaga ending Olean season 56-35. Eric Bartnick was 25-36 for 300 yards, threw three touchdowns, and ran for 130 yards. Stephen Parker caught 10 of those passes for 120. Lancaster beating Hutch Tech 35-12. Zach Zembrowski had 183 yards rushing. In Class A, Star Point beat McKinley 20-13. Anthony Robinson 110 yards rushing on 15 carries. Sam Mazzara had two interceptions. Bennett beating North Tonawanda 44-23. Isaiah McDuffie 175 yards rushing and 10 tackles on defense. Jamal Lofton had 110 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Over in Class C, Southwestern beat Allegheny Limestone 17-6. In Class D, it was Maple Grove over Randolph 28-0. And then Franklinville slash Ellicottville 56 over Silver Creek slash Forestville 33. So there you have it. A lot of alphabets involved in there, 56 to 33. A couple of non-league games. Cathedral Prep of Pennsylvania beat Canisius 28 to 24. Jace Johnson 139 yards and ran for 107. A couple of matchup games. JFK defeated Depew 20 to 19 in Amherst, beating Riverside 54 to 8. Those are your scores from last night. You should mention also, Anthony, uh, night before, uh, South Park, Class A, East Aurora, Class B, and uh, Cass Valley Falcon or Class C were the uh, Funky Bowl champions for this year. Uh, I was at the Class B and the Class C game out at Pioneer High School uh, Thursday night. Uh, and I tell you what, uh, East Aurora and South Park, Boy, those are two awfully good football teams that did not make the playoffs this year, Anthony. I mean, East Aurora, obviously, uh, an early season hiccup against Pioneer, where I guess Pioneer, what, three returns for touchdowns and all that. 
Uh, I would have loved to have seen East Aurora compete in those Class B playoffs. They are very good, led by uh, Matt Boss, their uh, quarterback. Boy, I wonder how good Matt Boss could be, Anthony, if he knew which hand to throw with. He throws a football with his left hand. <laughs> Can you imagine how good he'd be if he used the proper hand? 11%. They're 11%. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, but Anthony, very impressive. East Aurora, the uh, Blue Devils, and uh, – Let's give one more congratulations. South Park, uh, you know, didn't make the playoffs this year, but still reacted to the class team, defending state champions. They still are the state champions for another, what, four weeks yeah. until a new champion is uh, crowned. They are still the state champs. And uh, they got a lot of kids, obviously, because they won the state title. So they got a lot of ninth graders, and I believe their JV was winning a lot of games, like 40 to nothing. All right, before we go to the break, I do want to go to the call and say good morning to Bob in Buffalo. Good morning, Bob. Hello, guys. How you doing? Doing great. What have you got for us, buddy? Uh, well, in regard to, uh, you know, I caught the end of your talk a little bit about the uh, playing the backups. I think it's a great idea. What I used to do uh, with all the sports was, though, integrate the backups with uh, a number of the starters so that the backups don't get totally overwhelmed. Yeah, we and Bob, we've done that all year long, and because we have such a large roster, probably the largest roster out of anybody that we've played this year, uh, we have like thirty-three on on uh, any typical uh, game, so it, it's it's kind of difficult. But we wanted to give all of them, you know, just there was going to be a couple starters in, but they're going to be out of position, like our quarterback. I want to put him somewhere where uh, he's not going to probably not going to touch the ball much, but he will be able to act like a coach on the field. Sure, sure, they. You know, even uh, in basketball, I've seen sometimes where they'll put the, the five kids, uh, number eight through 13, all at the same time. And unfortunately, it's not good for them because they can't compete. Whereas if you integrate a couple with the, like two or three and with two starters, just like you said, that's a very good idea. And I go along with it wholeheartedly. These kids have been practicing just as hard and just as often as the better players and they deserve to play and the other thing too that you have to look at is is the your, your goal of a, of a youth coach is to keep that child interested in the sport especially in football right now where numbers are low you want to keep kids interested in playing and this is something like uh, this is something that get them excited and keep them uh, motivated and interested to keep on working hard and uh, to get on the field and I, I just think it's a good thing I just hope that our opposing coach feels the same way and decides he wants to do yeah. the same thing and you know don't uh, don't get away from the mentality that you have to you have to win 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 in a meaningless game. But Bob, we got to go. Thank you uh, much for your call, Bob Carnavelli, good friend of the show. All right, we'll take a break again. If you want to call in and talk about the situation I've got going on with Little League, or you want to say goodbye to Marquell, uh, feel free to call in at eight zero three zero five five zero. We'll be back after this. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with Marquell Slaughter for one last time. Roger Weiss and Joe Marguccio. If you want to wish Marquell the best, 803-0550. If you want to call in and uh, give your advice to me, I'm listening. Start the second stringers or uh, or go with the first stringers in a meaningless game that, uh, again, just mm-hmm. it's nothing. It's just a game. 
You're not going to move up in the standings. You're not going to move down. That that part is already settled. There's no playoff, no championship. We're thinking, the head coach and I, and I want to thank Mike Townsend, by the way, for letting me be a part of his coaching staff this year. I had a lot of fun. Now, next year, Nick and I move up to the Cobras, and we'll be teaming up with uh, Chuck Fink. So I'm looking forward to coaching with him. He's uh, currently coaching at that level, and the guy knows what he's doing. I'm really looking forward to it. But thanks to Mike Townsend for letting me be a part of it. And Mike and I going back and forth saying, you know what, we're going to start the second stringers. Uh, Two other coaches are like, "Ah, I'm not so sure about that. So we're thinking to start them again. And I'm hoping that the Wheatfield coach uh, agrees and thinks is thinking the same way we are. These kids put in a lot of work during the year, and they deserve a chance to start in a game. Keep them motivated to wanting to come back. You want them to be back next year, the year after, and build uh, numbers up, as I said. I so. like what uh, Bob said, though. Uh, if, if you can mix them, you know, like half and we the- And we do. Again, and like I explained, you know, getting them in, but – to initially get out there and, and run, you know, as much of the first half as we can with mostly we are going to have a couple of start, but they're going to be out of position, and they're only there to help the the younger guys more or uh, less coordinate, not yeah. so much. Right, exactly. That's the way it should be, and all that. Because, like he says, if you put on you know, in basketball your eighth to thirteenth guy, and especially if the other team coach doesn't cooperate, well, you know, good things aren't going to happen. I'm getting support on Twitter uh, for it. Uh, thank you for that for much. And by the way, uh, Marquel Claudine Union of Channel Two uh, would like to wish you all the best. She's yeah. a class act. Great to uh, always f- uh, enjoy her, and glad she's a listener. All right, back to the games from uh, last night, guys. Uh, Orchard Park, Clarence. Uh, you know, probably in the beginning of the year, everybody suspected Orchard Park would make it to the stadium. Uh, they're going back. I know it's a shock, but uh, Clarence gave him a little bit of a a, a battle there. Thirty four to eighteen was the the final, and Clarence had a great year. You know, you can't take anything away from them. No, I don't think we expected them to be there at this point of the year. I mean, you figure OP Lancaster, which it ended up to be. Jamestown just wasn't. didn't have the year that they would <laughs> normally have, but uh, yeah, so. We set it up the finals. Orchard Park is going to play Lancaster next week. Raj, is that a that's a Saturday game or a Friday night? I thought that was so a three fifteen three fifteen Saturday or something like that. Well, that that would be odd because double A is usually the last game on Saturday. Yeah, but I think I don't think it's like that this year. But uh, that's going to be a fantastic game. And Lancaster beat OP earlier, so we'll see if they can do that again. I mean, this is essentially OP's home away from home. They're still in their backyard. That that game was what on the last play, Markwell? Block oh, the, punt was, not, yeah, block the punt. Block punt within the last minute. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, nuts, nuts. But, I believe this game is. There's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. this is going to be an exciting uh, contest. Two, two really big schools, but uh, shout out to Clarence and Hutch Tech because, um, well, Tony's the only one that knew Hutch Tech was going to get this far. Tony's been repping Hutch Tech all summer after the summer well, league thing. Yeah, I said yeah. based on what they did in the passing Kansas, if they could get blocking, if their line could perform, you know, they have the skilled players. There's no yeah. reason why they can't challenge. And they, they, they have three losses. One is to um, one is to Orchard Park, and the other one, other two are to Lancaster. If those, those are only two teams are losing to, then that, that's nothing to, to Didn't put they lose an early on. game uh, to Niagara Falls? Oh, yeah. I don't think. Non-leaguer? I thought they had a one. You may be right. I don't recall that. If you're losing to Lancaster Orchard Park, 
You're in a you're you're in a you're in a good class. I was at the Niagara Falls Hutch Tech game. In a pullout, yeah. And Joe Joe was there as well. It was a bit windy, uh, cold, and both teams just going slugging it out back and forth. It didn't seem like anybody was really dominating the game, but Hutch Tech got the breaks. Yep, that's what it takes. Just uh, they made the plays, and Niagara Falls wasn't able to capitalize on their opportunities, and, uh, and Hutch Tech won. Uh, Star Point beating McKinley, they're setting up Star Point, and Bennett beating North Tonawanda. Uh, that's another good game. Star Point's had a great year, and you're going up against a very athletic Bennett team with uh, Isaiah McDuffie. That's going to be fantastic. Now, Star Point last year, we all thought they were, and then Iroquois knocked them out in the first round. Um, we all know about Bennett, man. The only time Bennett could beat themselves. That's you know? I was just going to say, team most capable of beating Bennett is Bennett. Uh, a year ago, you know, Joe mentioned that uh, star point game. I really think last year that uh, Class A South was so much better. So much better. Uh, I mean, proof not only the fact that uh, Iroquois, which was, what, a third seed or a, uh, knocked off star point, which was the second seed, but look what uh, – West Seneca East did to Will North in that semifinal. Nobody saw that coming. Will North looked unbeatable. And West Seneca East just, man, again, we're talking 12 months ago and all that. But this year it's different. I think there's so much parity. Uh, again, I like Star Point a lot, but uh, if, uh, Bennett can keep the mistakes down. I think Bennett wins that game. Interesting. All right, let's go to Frank Wolf, who has a comment for Marquell. Good morning, Frank. Morning, guys. Um, hey, Markel, we're, we're all going to miss you, but you won't be too far in today's day and age with social media. You know, we look forward to seeing uh, your coverage out there in Utica, but, you know, you've been a good friend and um, no fan of what we've been trying to do, but definitely uh, appreciate, you know, having you mostly as a friend. We're going to miss you on Inside High School Sports. Definitely look forward to listening to you each week. Um, but, you know, we got the Federation Hockey State Championships coming back to Harbor Center, so whatever team out of that region makes it, I'm sure we'll see you back at the Harbor Center in uh, in the spring. So we got that to look forward to. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not fired at all. I'll still be contributing to the Facebook page and – Especially when I get some Chictawaga related pictures, I'll be, posting, I'll be posting everything I can on there. But I do want to thank you, Frank, for giving. Um, I know when I was coming up in high school and college, I would have liked a platform such as what you're doing with 300 Level and WNYAthletics.com. You're giving a not to mention um a few of few Chictawaga kids are doing their thing, but you're giving a lot of a lot of younger guys that's aspiring to get into media a really good chance, and I. I really do appreciate what you're doing for local um, media and athletics as well. That you're doing an awesome job, and you're really you're really filling a hole after the weekly papers went down. It's incredible thing that that they're doing over there at with your website. Well, we appreciate that, Markel. We wish you all the best, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, much. Frank. Thanks much for uh, calling in. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want to wish Marquell the best, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, let's see. We left off with uh, Bennett versus Star Point, and then uh, we had uh, Dunkirk uh, beating Lackawanna. Yes, that was a big one. Yeah, well, Lackawanna not upset Medina, which was the number one seed. Lackawanna being the eight uh, a week ago. Uh, I don't think too many people were surprised with the outcome of the Dunkirk Lackawanna game. 
Uh, Dunkirk, hey, their only loss this year was to uh, Olean. Which lost to Cheektowaga, so we're setting up the Dunkirk versus Cheektowaga. Yeah, it'd be uh looks like an all maroon game. Uh, you know, they have to decide who wears the maroon jerseys, who wears mm-hmm. the white, and who gets to be on the uh, far side of the field, and who gets to be on the uh, close side of the field next week. Uh, I think that we should know. be a good game. Uh, You'll find that out Tuesday at Media Day, right? Uh, absolutely. Dunkirk, Dunkirk played Cheektowaga first week. They. Chictawaga, they played Chictawaga pretty well. I think they got Chictawaga by got them by two touchdowns or so. But um, that was one of the tougher games for Chictawaga. But uh, number one, number two seed. I think I, I think I know who deserves to be wearing the maroon next weekend. <laughs> I wonder who you're going with in that game. <laughs> well, I think if I'm not mistaken, one team gets to pick which uniforms yeah. they wear. The other team gets to pick which side of the field that they're on. But if so. I'm not mistaken, Chictawaga has been. Pretty lucky in them whites at the stadium, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Uh, Southwestern beating Allegheny Limestone, and the winner of that will take, I mean, uh, Southwestern will take on the winner of Gowanda and Cleve Hill. That's today at 2 o'clock at Carl Curris Field. Again, if uh, as long as Cleve Hill is not looking forward to next week against Southwestern, uh, they will probably win that game. They pre- pretty much had their own way when they played Southwestern mm-hmm. early in the year. What was the first time in how many years that they won a game at Southwestern? Ooh, I, I don't even want to. If I did know, I wouldn't say it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they won by, I think it was 44-3, to and Southwestern was, kicked a field goal just so they wouldn't get shut out. So, yeah, uh, as the <laughs> saying goes, 44 to 3, but the game probably wasn't as close as the score would indicate. You know, one of those deals. Cleveland Hill looks real good. Uh, that's uh, that's related to one of my biggest surprises. What happened to Medina this year, Joe? In the last, after that Cleve Hill game, you know, they played Cleve Hill 8 to 6. Yeah. And the weather wasn't that inclement where the conditions were a factor. And then that was it. People figured it out. The study in that Chad Curis defensive tape. <laughs> no, very. You're talking Medina. Yes. Well, yeah. Very early in the season, I seen him play Lackawanna, and their main back Jake Cotter, who uh, last year I think rushed for over 1,500 yards. Yeah, he's and, a he's and, a beast. But this year he was like every game he got tweaked, and you know he just wasn't the main guy. That's tough if you if you can't rely on your main guy. Yeah. That uh, you get your yards or touchdowns, and then. Uh, where do you go from go from there? But they had such a high powered offense. Shouts out to Lackawanna though. They their best player probably is the guy that transferred to Bennett. Uh, Jamal, number seven, Jamel Lofton, Lofton. had uh, a good game last night. What three touchdowns? Yes, yeah, he's an incredible running back slash receiver, and a, for his size to be a, a force at linebacker, the kick could hit. They probably lost their best player in there at the Ralph. Now that's that's incredible. I hope he's on the track team. I seen that kid. Break through the line, and all of a sudden his feet were like. Boom. The kid is yeah, really good athlete. Oh my gosh! All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, one last segment of Inside High School Sports. Brayton Wilson, great job producing today. Thank you very much. I'm going to say goodbye to Marquell today. This is sad. Our buddy. But we'll be picking on him on Twitter and on Facebook. <laughs> if anybody wants to follow you on Twitter, how they hit you up? 
Marquel Sports. That's Twitter and Instagram. Marquel Sports. M A R Q U E L Sports. Um, over two thousand pictures and videos on Instagram is pretty nuts. The kids love the Instagram stuff. And the stuff uh, all throughout the week. It was it was pretty cool seeing many throughout Western New York. Wishing you all the best throughout the high school community. Players. Uh, coaches, all the like, yeah. wishing you uh, all the best. And if you want to follow me, by the way, on Twitter, why, I have no idea, but at Tony10764. Hey, what can I say? I'm not that creative when it came to uh, picking out my, uh, what do you call that? Uh, your handle, your... Yeah, uh, your handle, your at name, your, at name. your Twitter handle. There. How do That's I say it, Anthony? Do I say if you want to contact me on Twitter, you can't? You can't. <laughs> Or go to a Facebook and uh, check out our Facebook page, Inside High School Sports. Uh, we're closing in on 2,000 uh, members, and that's pretty impressive for a one-hour program that's heard each and every week here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Uh, Maple Grove beat Randolph and uh, Franklinville, Elkaville beating Silver Creek, Forestville. So we got Franklinville, Elkaville taking on Maple Grove next week at the Cap. Oh, the Maple Grove game, I, I, was, I went down there because I didn't know what to really expect because it's tough to play a team twice in one season. And Randolph was down 21 nothing at halftime. And usually all season it was like 50 to nothing, no matter who played Maple Grove. And the second half, Maple Grove only gave up one touchdown on a muff punt on their own five-yard line. So they held them in the second half. Um, you can't let Maple Grove get to the outside. They are just way too fast. And you, if they get to the edge, they're gone. But it was a you know pretty muddy field. But it was a smash-mouth game in the middle of the field. And that Trevor Mysack for Maple Grove, that kid can hit. He's a great fullback. And he's the one to watch. But, you know, Maple Grove, start, maybe they're starting to think, wow, you know, now we got to play Franklinville, Alcaville. We played them once. And now second time around, you never know. Franklinville, Ellicottville, that was what? They were the third seed. They actually knocked off uh, the second seed because I guess Silver, Silver Creek, Creek beat yes. them earlier in the year and all that. Uh, Evil Frank, uh, if uh, and I'm sure uh, Kurt Fisher won't uh, be looking ahead to the uh, you know the nah. Far West Regionals and all that. He's been around too long and he knows better. But uh, Evil Frank, they put up some good numbers this year. I know I was at the Evil Frank Maple Grove game earlier this year. I think Brad Benson returned to kickoff, uh, took the kickoff to the house and all that. Uh, the Maple Grove is good. They are very good. And uh, But uh, Bleacha, Bleacha, the quarterback for Evil Frank, Brock Bleacha, I believe yes. is his name. I hope I'm saying that right. It's, it's Bleacha. Bleacha, okay. Uh, the kid can play the game and all that. Uh but if Maple Grove brings their A game, Maple Grove wins. Yeah. I want to remind people, Maple Grove, I'm not sure how many, um, who did they merge with last year? Chautauqua Lake. I'm, I, I know it wasn't many of those guys that merged, that was actually playing with them. But this is a Maple Grove team that's in D this year. Last year, they not only won the B title, they beat a Bennett C team. C title, I believe. Or a C. C title. They beat a Bennett team that was heavily, heavily, heavily favorited. To win that, to win the man states, and they they couldn't even get past the Ralph playing against Maple Grove. I'm sorry that the state chose not to let them win their appeal when they would have wanted to stay in Class C, which they would have done 
and stayed merged with Chautauqua Lake. I would still love to see a Maple Grove Thunder Dragons, you know, Maple Grove Chautauqua Lake Thunder Dragons play. And yep. I know I'm jumping the gun by saying Cleve Hill's going to win today, but uh, Cleve Hill's going to win today. <laughs> and I would have loved to seen a Maple Grove Chautauqua Lake versus Cleve Hill final at the Ralph. That would have been epic. Well, it's the way it is. You can't uh, go back in time. It's been a fab- fabulous season for a lot of these schools. Now, uh, Monsignor Martin, what are the playoffs looking like uh, right now? I mean, obviously with Timon defeating Canisius, that was huge. Yeah, well, the one thing we can't have now is uh, a rematch of uh, St. Joe's and Timon oh. in the uh, semis. Well, we actually, we can. The only way that can happen, though, is if there's another double forfeit. So it looks like, I believe, either way, uh, the time in uh, St. Francis game tonight, there will be a rematch next week. If Timon wins, they will finish first and Franny's finish fourth. Not next week. I mean, assuming that the third and fourth seed knock off O'Hare and St. Mary's, the fifth, sixth seeds in uh, the quarter for the quarterfinal. Uh, I'm jumping the gun there. Yes, I am. But uh, assuming that does happen, uh, Timon wins today. They finish first. Franny's finish fourth. If Franny's wins today, Franny's finishes third. Timon finishes second. Either way, I think this game today will be a preview of the Monsignor Martin semi. And it looks like the other semifinal will be St. Joe's at Canisius. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, guys. Thank you very much, Joe, Roger, uh, Brayton Wilson. Thank you. Marquel, thank you for everything that you've done for me, pal. It's been uh, such a pleasure, and we're going to stay in touch on Twitter and Facebook, like you said. You're still going to be an active member on our uh, Facebook page, uh, so looking forward to that, and best of luck to you in Utica. I appreciate the Man, I, I can't thank you guys enough for inviting me over here the last three years. This has been – I can, can never imagine – what high school, how how popular high school could be, especially with a show like this and what you and Roger have been doing the last two decades. It, this is incredible. And for me to be a part of this platform every every Saturday morning, I mean, I I can't thank you guys enough. And I've, I'll be listening to this show for as long as it's on. Well, you can get it on the app and, and the uh, replay that's on WGR550.com. And if you happen vault. to be home on a weekend in the summertime, yeah, probably, feel please free. join us. Yeah. Please. And it's been a pleasure also to get to know you as a friend. And uh, that's what I, I, I cherish the most well, about yeah, this. yeah, because you guys are always talking about food. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week with more Inside High School Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law